Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to episode 112 of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, the show that talks about dirt bikes and motorcycle-related products. There's a lot of good information in this show, as Jimmy answers some questions regarding a hydraulic clutch, changing out swing arms, ECUs, and a whole lot more. Trevor Hunter also comes on for a bit to not talk about the 2022 YZ250, and even talks about the forbidden subject, racing. As you'll listen, Jimmy also reveals his fitness training program. Logan mispronounces the name of tequila, and Matt struggles to stay awake after a tequila shot. Rooster Endo has some great roosting bikes, but unfortunately for one of our listeners, Jimmy reminds us about his feelings for the KTM 690 adventure. I want to give a quick shout out to all of our sponsors who make this show possible, Yamaha, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, and Scott. I also want to thank you again for listening. Don't forget to share with your friends and tune into Dirt Bike Tests YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to catch us live. Now enjoy the show. We're live. Look at that. We're live. Yep. yep. And Give I'm, me a second. I'm, you want to see how much of my taco I have left? This much. Yep. That was it. I was almost done with Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. So, Logan, how was your uh, – yeah, by the way, my name is Jimmy Lewis. I'm the host of this show. I am a washed-up ex-motorcycle racer. Now I can teach you how to be a better rider. And uh, I do this very professional, well-engineered. It's well-lit, by the way. Our, our, yes. our set is well-lit. We have a well-lit set. Um, no bullshit answers to your motorcycle and dirt bike-related questions, product-related questions. Right, Logan? Yes. How was your week? Uh, good. Good. Ah, good. That's good. Got that check mark on that one, Matt? He's working on the sound over there. Uh, Matt also uh, makes this show a little bit more professional than it used to be. Yep. Because I used to push all the buttons, and yep. they usually take the first five minutes of the show to get us fired up, but I want to thank you for joining in. Oh, George is in there. He's got a new emoji yeah. that he popped into the chat room. A lot of different ways to... Um, to communicate with us on this show, Logan, you probably have heard it a hundred and um, twelve times now. I hope a little less, but yeah, a little less because you didn't do your research. And which ones did you miss? Oh, oh yeah, you've I've... listened to everyone, every episode, end to end. No, okay. Well, tell everybody how they can communicate with us because I'm going to eat this last piece of taco. I'm going to move my mic out from here so you don't have to hear the crunching, mm-hmm. and then tell everybody. The different places they can do this podcast, I'll, I'll grade you on your uh, result. And remember, bad results, uh, it's going to get rough. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, you can go to the chat room live and also when it's posted and also jimmy at dirtbiketest.com. Email them at that. Where is it live? At YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. Did you get us set up on Chit Chat yet? I don't know what that is. Dude, I know you know what it is. You probably post there like seven times a day. How many followers do you have on that one? I I don't have you it. You really don't know what that one is? No. <laughs> That's right. And I'm not going to tell you about my grinder account either. So um, <laughs> we'll just uh, kind of keep it uh, light here. Uh, but on that note, I'd like to thank all of our sponsors. We're going to start with Taco Mike who has a bike on the cover of Dirt Bike Magazine. So now Dirt Bike Test, which is much better than Dirt Bike Magazine, if you go to dirtbiketest.com on the internets, um, you'll see really good, solid information on bikes and testing. And if you go to Dirt Bike Magazine, they're going to 
whatever their sponsors are, they're just going to glorify them. So we've got to go head to head with dirt bike ad guys. These are professionals, Matt. These guys mm-hmm. have been doing it for a lot of years. Like when did dirt bike come out? 71. And some of the guys have been there the whole time. So they're really, they're you know, ancient professionals. They're, okay. they're, they're, their techniques are set in stone. Right. So we need to come in with some newfangled advertising jingle, you know, to, to, to lure a guy like Taco Mike. He's on the fence because he's, he's a little bit older. He's my age. Mm-hmm. So you might be able to, uh, you know, swing him hard our direction. So uh, anyways, uh, Scott Sports, makers of excellent Scott goggles. Yep. Um, we're going to talk about that because Lo- Logan did a little research for me uh, later. Uh, Trail Tech. They make awesome motorcycle uh, instrumentation. Really good kickstands, by the way. I saw some posts on the um, the KTM uh, EXC EXCFE performance thing um, on the Facebooks, and there was a couple threads about uh, kickstands. And of course, Pro Moto Billet makes kind of these heavy duty kickstands that replace your stock one because the stock K- KTM kickstand is not meant to hold up. Actually, just barely the weight of the bike. Like, you don't want to be climbing on and off your bike. But if you want one that's a little bit more robust, Trail Tech makes a really good option for that. It's a little bit less expensive. It's just a bolt-on. It's just a stock kickstand that's much stronger and looks way better. So um, that's Trail Tech. And they also make, what else they make? What's the big thing we need to talk about? Uh, Voyager Pro and their aluminum case. Yeah, the new it. mount for the aluminum case. So check that thing out. If you have a Voyager Pro and you've had any problems with the docking on the standard mount because you're using it like you're supposed to, you know, like off-road, ripping around, the, the aluminum uh, mount makes a big deal. We always like DDC. Um, Nate over at DDC has been helping me out with uh, a lot of our uh, big fleet of rental bikes. Uh, for a long time, they make excellent sprockets that seem to never ever wear out. One of my favorites. Which one's that? What's my favorite gear? Oh, climb. Oh yeah, doesn't take long to figure that out, right? Yeah. Uh, climb makes excellent off-road gear. Uh, anytime I'm riding off-road, you can probably find me in climb as long as I'm not doing photos, wearing somebody else's gear for the photos. Uh, but uh, what 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 good? I haven't been riding much, uh, but. I was riding where it was cooler, cool enough to get back into the windstopper gloves. And by far and away, the best windstopper gloves I've ever worn, and I'm not saying this just because Climb sponsors this show, it's because it's true. If you need some windstopper gloves, Climb makes an awesome uh, windstopper glove. And I think they call it, it's how good I am at promoting this Inferno. No, I think the Inferno is the is the is the more snowboard or um, snowmobile glove. They have one that's a that's a inversion. I want to call it inversion inversion glove. I know it's getting colder in some parts of the country. The weather's changing. I rode in snow uh, a week week and a half ago. Well, the first little drops of snow up in Washington, and uh, yeah, I was very very happy that I had climb inversion windstopper gloves on. Yep. And then, of course, we have Yamaha, Blue Crew, makers of the uh, fine new YZ Two Strokes. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about those, Logan? Yeah. Um, experience. Uh, um? Oh. Oh, He's does ready. it say um? Is that the first word there? Oh, all no. right. It's, Hold it's, on. I need my um counter. Yeah. <laughs> chat, chat. Okay. I, 
I had to put out some fires with audio because when I joined the Zoom call, all the things we did before just went out the window. Right. So uh, I'm, I'm here. We don't want to teach president. anybody how to do a better show than us. Not that they would learn much here, but um, go ahead, Logan. No, they're, they're uh, experience. <laughs> <laughs> you're going you're gonna to come back to this show, and you're going to just be yoked out from all the push-ups. <laughs> hey, you still got to do yours from last show. I, do you, do you, you want to know what the official count was? It was like seventy something. I heard it was it. seventy-three. Seventy-three. Yeah, yeah. Some of them were some of them were well placed because I like my brain's going a million miles an hour on some of these questions, and I need to buy a little bit of time to put it all into perspective because I don't want to give you some just canned answer. And I think about it. So if I delay a little bit without saying anything, yeah, yeah. it's dead dead air. And then I, I try to fill it up. Where it's, Logan, it's, it's the, I've, I've, I've turned to Logan. He's ready to do his thing. He did practice. He'd practiced. And he went back to the, 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 two, the two words that were going to get penalized for saying. So we'll try it one more time. Experience pure performance and exhilarating power with the full yes. lineup of Yamaha YZ two-stroke bikes. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to explore what's new for 2022. The re-revised 125 YZ125 makes for the perfect step-up machine, featuring all-new engine, revised, six-speed transmission, new brakes, and new suspension settings, improved rider ergonomics, and new aggressive styling, and more. The YZ250 also delivers improved rider ergonomics, new front and rear brakes, updated new suspension settings, and aggressive styling. For a truly race-inspired look, check out the YZ250 and YZ125 Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Editions. And for the next generation of riders, the YZ65, YZ85, and YZ85LW delivers big bike specs in a smaller package. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com, find your Yamaha YZ, and enter Victory Zone today. Excellent. Started right off the top the way you're supposed go. to. Yeah. A couple it was like you were on strike two. Yeah. That, that was that was like baseball and we you know, you you swung and missed a couple times, but that was good. But he clutches up. He clutches up. Okay, so where what's the first segment of this show that we do? Uh, where do, where do we go to? We go to these questions here. Yes, mm-hmm. first segment. It's uh we're still working on a name, but we're just gonna start calling we're gonna box what we've done and put them into specific segments with names. Right. But we didn't come up with a name for this before we went live. Are you ready to read these questions? Yes. The question on Tech Talk Taco Tuesday number one eleven from Husky Holler. Yep. My idea for content to increase viewership, have your audience send in short videos of their bikes for Rooster Andrew showing their mods and why they did them. Winner gets a Jimmy Lewis off-road class. Hoosberg 570s should be excluded. Um, well, he just he just went down. He, he's in, he ruined his own idea. Yeah. We, we, why are we beating up on Hoosberg 570s? I mean, <laughs> unless, unless you've had to work on one, there's no reason not to like the Hoosberg 570. A lot, yeah. I'll work on it a lot or ride it a lot. Um have your audience send in short videos. Um, well, we could try it. I mean, if somebody if somebody has a good video that they they don't say they don't it'd be Logan. Here's how you do your video. Your bike. Let's pretend this is my bike right here. Mm-hmm. And I would I would oh, he's taped down so he can't do backflips and stuff anymore. Yeah, so it doesn't fall off. So here's my video. I'm going to practice. Okay. Uh, 
fork. I got another one for the. Um, I got the uh, fork. The um, forks are um, by. Hold on, me. Uh, pro. Pro. Show me. Show the camera. Chopping. Show the camera. Yeah. Oh, so I, was, I was trying to show you. Okay. So I'll show you what you're going to get. Well. Well, I can walk here. Here. Show actually, me. hold on. Is is that the ca- so which I'm at that, that camera? One, that okay, one. hold on. There here's here's how it will be done. Like if you're watching the show live, I'm going to show you how it would actually be done live if i go this yes. way no, no i gotta go this way it would be done it'd be done i'm gonna knock wires over and we won't have any more sound but um it'd be done kind of like this like over here it's like this is how it would actually be done they'd be pointing over here they can't see you right now i know that's how okay got that's it. that's how the video would, that's the video we would get yeah 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 because you're right you're we're right. professionals and we have a hard time standing in front of the right camera right right so my beta testers would be able to do this though oh really yeah, people yeah. fall. Those people are actually going to school to ride motorcycles, so they're smart people. Yes, yes. But I think the people. Okay, Logan, you know what? You have to do. This is your homework assignment for this show. You have to do us a Roosterendo video of your bike. Okay. The one that your dad bought you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That one. You have to do a Roosterendo. Look at Travis. He's up in the front of the seat now. He's jacked up. Um, yeah, we could try that. That might be. I. You know what? I'm, I don't know everything and I'm well open to advice like that. That might be kind of cool. Little videos. Can we, can we actually integrate them into the show? Oh yeah. There's ways to integrate them. So when you're doing it, make sure that you remember that this is also a podcast. And so you have to talk about your bike the whole time. We can't have a lot of dead air if you just, unless you have super hot chicks behind your bike. How many how many female viewers do we have right now? Can you go look in the demographics? Uh, it's not very high. Okay, I can tell so, you from so Logan. If you had like just just saying, if you had a super hot chick in your bike, then you can have all the dead air that you want, and and, and but the the podcast viewers wouldn't like that. No, no. Isn't so that the trans world that's what made trans world trans world. They they merged those two things together, and and I I don't know I. I never when when I was editor of a magazine, I never went down that avenue because there's no way we could do girls as good as a magazine that does girls. And when I when I looked at Transworld and I and I guess I'm just kind of a geek and I was actually looking at the bike, but there's a girl standing behind it. I'm like, if I looked at the girl, I'm like, oh man, that's like a then eight. You know, it wasn't you could tell that that girl was, and it's unfortunate. I mean, some of the girls, actually some of them are good, but it's like, do what you do. Don't fake it. Like, don't like, that's kind of what we do here all the time. So I'm not, I should take my own damn advice. Like you should try to be really good at one thing and not try to blend two things or try to like, Hey, and we got letters all the time from, (laughs) from guys. Like, I wish you'd put girls in your, in your magazine. And I'm like, but, you know, like, what do you, you know, oh, it's because, well, my wife will let me have this magazine with motorcycles in it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I can't help you. <laughs> so do what you're good at, right, Logan? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, if somebody wants to send in videos with girls in them, we, we won't, we won't judge you. Like, we'll, we'll probably watch it, right, Matt? Yeah, yeah. We'll Maybe. Watch it. We'll, we'll put it on. We'll put it on. <laughs> No, they, no, please include uh, hot chicks in it because we they'll, they'll bump viewership up. Hey, we haven't tried that yet. We've brought cats in. We've opened boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we do? Taco hat. Taco hat. We tried all the things to get better viewership. 
More sponsors. We need to have girls. I always said if if I had boobs, my Instagram account would be booming. And I kind of do, but they're not the right kind. Okay, next question. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy Franklin. Great show, guys. Thanks. Well, obviously, he isn't listening right now. So that's that's our fault. Uh, let's move on. Ray Harrison. It's part of our charm. Uh, th- was this the question you were talking about? <laughs> no, we don't talk about any of the questions. No. Just read the read the question. Oh, Matt, did he yeah. what, he warn you or something? No, no, yeah. no comment. No comment. Okay, Just- so this is what it says. Ray Harrison, um, the hydraulic clutch um. on my... Yeah, we don't. We're not, we're not going to chalk that one up to you. No, that you're doing your job. You're reading it. <laughs> yeah, yep, that is that was that was put in there. Ray, good good job. That was you. That was you, good. you it was. We laughed our asses off when we got this question. I <laughs> I'm still laughing. So go ahead. It's beginning to drag, especially when cold. When everything is up to temperature, things are fine. I've done all the proper maintenance, and still there is. No way to adjust for free play. Which components do you think is failing? Um, I guess that's it. <laughs> All right, Ray, I'm going to answer your question seriously because that's a good question. The I'm guessing that since it's cold, I'm going to guess two things. So number one, um, you may be running too thick of an oil in your transmission. And a lot of times if you're... And, there's nothing wrong with running motor oil in a motorcycle transmission, uh, but there are better fluids for it. There's there's actually specific transmission fluid and specific motorcycle transmission fluid. And on certain bikes with picky clutches, and I'll tell you from experience, and I probably have more KTM 200 hours than most, the KTM 200 is not one of those bikes. So, But I went straight to oil because that's the, kind of the easiest thing. If you are running like a like some kind of a heavier, thicker motor oil, if you're in cooler climates, um, this could cause some of the drag. And the fact that it kind of goes away when it heats up um, makes me less suspicious of the next thing I'm going to say, which is warped plates. And so if you've gotten the clutch really hot, um, and oftentimes if you pull it apart, which is so easy to do on those bikes, you know, take the 10 minutes to pop it off and look at the plates. If your steel plates are blued, you know, if they have like a blue or they've gone to a brown or a, God forbid, a black color, it's gotten way too hot. And so sometimes in the KTM clutches, they're actually so good that they can actually get pretty, we'll call it fried and still grip and work. They get a lot more grabby initially. They sometimes they squeak, they squeal. Um, but what has happened is at some point those plates have got hot enough to where it's caused them to warp a little bit. And that could be causing some drag also. And like you say, the, the hydraulic clutch kind of self-compensates. So um, maybe you know you're you don't you don't have the the level of feel, but the other thing I would I would check is that I would change the the fluid in the in the line also because when you know in my experience sometimes when the fluid starts getting bad uh, it tends to attract more air and the air can get in there and you maybe you'll find that there's a seal or something that's bad in there but um, also the the 
sometimes when the fluid's bad, it just, I, I don't even know. Actually, Chris Real, where's Chris Real? He can probably explain this a little more um, technically. But sometimes when the, it seems like the fluid maybe cavitates easier or gets air in it, and then when the bike starts up and vibrates, and it, it basically shakes the air out of the system. So maybe maybe it's more of a an, a leak in there someplace that air is able to get in there. Um, maybe at the seal down at the bottom, and then that because I know that. I've had bikes that you had to pump the clutch a few times before it actually started working. And so maybe just pumping it a few times would eliminate that problem. So those are the ideas that I have on your clutch, Ray. Um, good question. <laughs> I, I have a, I have an answer to a question that was also asked on one of the forums I saw because a guy, there was a guy that wanted to know how to tell if his clutch was slipping. And we've talked about this before, but we'll get to that later. Uh, put that in the notes someplace. Logan, next question. Chris uh, is in the chat, by the way. If you overfill the transmission, the, it will make the Oh, yeah. The, the, the peanut gallery says if you overfill the transmission, that can cause some of the drag as well. But, yeah, it would take longer to warm the oil up. Right. And then, yeah, and it, and, and it has to evacuate. Yeah. And usually you look at, you look at an, a bike and when you, if you, let's say you've had it sitting upright and then you lay it over real quick and you pull the clutch cover off and you see that it's, it's, it seems like the level that they like to have it is. So it just barely goes into the basket. It doesn't really like fill up the back of the basket. And if you're overfilling it, like, uh, like, um, uh, my taco delivery guy just said, um, they, they, well, it was a good thing, so I'm not going to give him credit for it. No credit is due. Uh, if you overfilled it and then more oil would leak into that, then all that oil has to, when that clutch starts spinning, that oil like starts trying to get its way out. And then that could be causing, because um, in reality, the clutches can kind of run dry. And they, they do to a certain extent because they're spinning all the time. And certain bikes run, they force the oil down the center, but it's it's a it's a metered amount of oil so that it's not going to cause a problem. It's not a ton of oil all at once. Again, here's us just kind of theorizing on the many different problems you could have with your clutch. So, First laps on the 2022 YZ250. Yeah, that's uh, Trevor Hunter's uh, little video. Mm. Uh, max RPM. Sounds good. I really lis- like in the... YZ250 and it sounds like my KX250 2006. Sounds nothing like that. No. Sounds nothing. No. Nothing. I I am I am a connoisseur of the noise of a motorcycle. <laughs> and 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 the, the the old KX250, what was funny was I remember the KX250s. I used to race them back in the day and um I liked the last steel frame uh, Kawasaki two strokes. They were, they were good bikes for about a year and three quarters. <laughs> and then, and then you were just chasing a vibrating monster, but man, did they sound horrible for how good they worked. They just have, they have a, like a ratty sound where I promise you that Yamaha has the crisp bark or snap to it that like, no, like you could every once in a while you could get a Honda jetted like a new Yamaha. Uh, back in the day you could get a honda like it was almost you had to have to have a factory bike but um 
I'm going to disagree with you, Max RPM, unless you're living up to your name and you're just screaming it so hard that it's up into overrev, and then they all all two strokes sound like crap when they're up there, anyways. So that's just my take on it. Um, 2019 Honda Sierra 450X long term wrap up, Luke. How is the power compared to the Sierra 250R? Okay, so originally when it's funny when I saw this, my I'm a core dirt biker, and how could anybody even ask this question? Like 250 power compared to 450 power. Uh, we we get this a little bit more when we go into like KTM 500 versus versus 350, but I think we have that someplace, don't we, Matt? Is there a question? So we're there, yeah. It will get there. Okay, so you're comparing two different kinds of bikes, and 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 I initially go like what, and then I kind of roll back and I go, wait a minute. There's a lot of people that are just brand new to this game, like learning dirt bikes and like what they really really don't know, and they're turning mm-hmm. to us because. They they want to know, and if he went and watched this video long enough, you know he's actually kind of he's he's curious about it because we kind of upped the power a little bit in that bike with the with the muffler and a fuel tuner and and got it really good. But now is it how is the power compared to a CRF two fifty R? So bikes in different categories. The X is more of an off road. It starts out as an emission compliant bike, and then R goes into full on race bike. You know, motocross bike, no emissions compliancy. It's it's, and I started I started going. Well, how much does he want to know about this? And because like peak power wise, I'll bet you stock four fifty X and stock two fifty R are pretty similar in peak power. Now torque, especially on the lower end of the scale, massive difference, and that's kind of the same with any two fifty versus four fifty comparison. Um, but he says, how is the power? And when they say power, I always wonder, do you want to look at a dyno chart or do you want to know what's really going to push you forward? You know, like how, how are you going to, how are you going to use this? What is your, like, what's your skill level is I'll bet you, I'd say, and I'm and counting going to, when I go to the motocross track and stuff like that, when I, when I watch people ride, especially on the 450s, you know, they're using one third of the available power, you know, the the, the total amount. And I, I I went to Sandy Valley, I rode, I was out riding out on Friday night or Saturday night a couple of weeks ago and I rode by there and I just pulled on alongside of the fence and I was watching guys ride by and I was blown away by everybody that was completely afraid to rev their bike. <laughs> You know, they were, they were, they were coming out of a turn and going over a big tabletop and they then like, there's guys that were not clearing the tabletop and I bet you they go back to the truck and they were thinking if my bike had a little more power, I could clear this tabletop. And I was like, if you would let it rev a little bit farther up in the power band, be a gear lower and, you know, let it rev and pull you, it, it would, it would clear it. I know this, I cleared on a 125 and I'm a fat guy. So, um, it's interesting when we get these kind of questions about like, you know, how is the power compared? So the 450X has a ton to answer your question simply, probably like 450 has more power. That would be the, that'd be the standard answer you'd get, I guess. But it's not really that much more power, but the usable power for most riders is probably much higher on the 450X. 
And especially if you're talking about a current CRF250R, except for the new year, like last year's CRF250R, the 20. 21 and 2020 and earlier that's a high strung motor that motor makes very little torque and you really have to rev it so unless you really like revving it there's no comparison in power that's it did i do a good job answering that question i think you did okay you covered it covered it covered it covered the subject yeah yeah that's what i get paid for the uh the the big guy on the 125 was your strongest point Uh uh-huh I'm going to make the big guy smaller guy. I can still run pretty good for a big guy, though, huh? Yeah, yeah. I Move. mean, a lot of people were, uh, a lot of people at this event we were at, I can't talk about it too much, they they were very upset about some of the terrain, you know? Yeah, I'm like a, I'm like a, oh, like, like a, a, mountain, a mountain hippo. <laughs> like a mountain hippo. Yeah. Got good, got good, good claws, like kind of like a big horn sheep and emphasis on the big. So yeah. a big horn sheep and a mountain hippo. That that's what that's what you are? Right. It's currently. Okay. Currently. Okay. I'm gonna try to try to Have you been riding near the test site specifically where it's super radioactive? Nope. Okay. But I tell you what, I I, I I have a plan for um my uh, weight loss uh program, my uh increased uh uh, training and uh, modified eating diet. I have a plan for it, but we have those fires over in California that are blowing smoke over here, and so it's just like it's not healthy. So I just didn't do it. No, yeah, I haven't been able to run much either. Yeah. So wait, wait, is this eating plan? Is it actually le- uh, a drinking plan? I haven't. I I, I I I'm not not commenting on the actual plan right now. It's part of the Jimbo program. Jimbo. This is something you can sign up for. Um, it's it's. Where at? I have it's like secret. You have to you have to get in the club first. The Jimbo program is is like an all inclusive training program that I've been on my entire life, okay. and, and it's it's kind of like um, what was that other? Uh, uh, there was a guy he copied my name and then got famous. He was Tybo or something like that. He made a program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he. But but see he 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 introduced some rubber bands. He just faked it out and he said it's all about like some rubber bands or something. And then and then sold some pills and then made a video cassette video you put in your thing. Yeah, so I haven't done that yet, but okay. it's coming. It's all my marketing team's working on it. I am your marketing team, though. Oh, well, I'll tell you about it soon. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> uh, 2021 Yamaha 10R8 700 full test. Kovi Yovez. Mm. Buffering, not buffering, lol, cheers. So he's he's making a joke, but he needed to read up about 700 and... 33 comments above that and somebody else brought that up and so if you looked at show what show did we talk about this in logan probably in the 80s okay yeah we we actually talked about this because like he's picking on my wife i think because i think she used that word in that video buffering buffering yeah does she mean buffeting yeah just like he's no he's buffeting not buffering so we said buffering and he, he said we need buffeting. It's kind of like when the, the wind comes over the windscreen and kind of catches your visor kind of a thing. Yeah, so that's what that's what we had going on there. It's, it's it's I mean, you know what? When a bike is so good, that, and we're talking about the Tenere right now, when a bike is that good, and we only say that because Yamaha sponsors a show, do we have any Tenere reads yet? No. No, they don't have to because they're sold out because they're so awesome. You can't get one. Did you, Have you asked Big John if you can ride his yet? I already did. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Um, 
Um, yeah. <laughs> I think I did, you're buying time. Are you buying time to, yeah. to think of an excuse? He is. He is not reading off a script, so he is filling the airspace. Yeah, that was true. Using using your yeah yeah, it's a technique. I know. I know. This is a technique you do not want to pick up for me. Yeah. So we I I haven't perfect. seen Big John. He's been avoiding me. Is he afraid to go riding, or is he in jail? I don't know. How did you get to ride his bike? When he first got it, he brought it over. Oh. Okay, good. So you've ridden a Tenere too. You're experienced. Yes. Next question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. For anything he's ever ridden. No, he's ridden ten ninety. Have I put you on ten ninety before? Nope. Oh, you're a chicken. <laughs> he hasn't ridden a five seventy or a ten ninety. How is he nope. even a, an instructor? Yeah, you're gonna go back. You know, remember when we used to put you on the TTR one twenty five all the time? Yeah. Yeah gonna have to work your way up <laughs> uh kate i mean 2021 ktm 390 mod and long-term test mad raz any idea where i can buy a fuel pump as a spare for 390 adventure mine broke after just 500 kilometers and the estimated arrival time is more than two months even if it is replaced under warranty i still won't want to have one just in case as the original one is faulty cheers well interesting i've, I've not heard that that's a problem but i then again i don't really um troll the internets for this kind of stuff but man i don't know as a spare so okay so he's saying that he wants to buy a spare one and even though his hasn't broken yet. No, it so has broken. It has yeah. broken. Yeah, 500. Mine broke every just 500 kilometers. But, yeah, okay, well, if you, you, you need a replacement, even if it's replacement. I don't know. I, I, would, I would guess that you'll be able to find that someplace on, on the, the Internet somehow. Yeah, there's uh, several companies now selling the entire assembly. But this is for a KTM 390, not a, not a, not a 350 or not one of the dirt bike oh, ones. I would suspect they're, they're much different. Oh. But a fuel pump is a fuel pump is a fuel pump. You're just trying to compress right. the fuel. And I have seen where even though the, the, the hosing and the, the mounting fixtures might be the same, generally the piece inside of the gas tank is a very standardized piece. Oftentimes, you know, throughout the brand. And I'm sure if you talk to a knowledgeable person, like if I if this happened to me, I would try to find you know, someone, probably a, a, a good dealer, a good mechanic at a dealership that's done and worked on these. And if it is a problem, if it truly is a problem, and it generally when, a, when something's back-ordered and two months back-ordered, it's a problem of some magnitude. Because if it was just normal failure rate, KTM would have the parts in stock. And I, but the other thing is, or at least in the United States, they will. You mentioned kilometers, and we don't use those that often here. So, yeah, kilometers are um, how what I use when I talk about distance. But all you people, you guys using like, what are you using like furlongs and and measuring things based on you know based on how long your thingamajig is. Um, so maybe in your country it's a little bit it's a little bit different. But anyways, I would ask a. I would ask someone who's seen a couple different ones out of different models of that thing, are they the same? And then if they are kind of the same, 
is the part which is that's broken in yours, which is generally the rotor or something in there. Can I just take that one from another one or another one? And then if you find out it's from this one or that one, you might be able to find like an aftermarket one, or you can go on. Um, I would post this over on uh, advrider.com. They seemed, well, they used to. I don't troll there that often anymore, but they had always have had a very knowledgeable base. And if this question is that important, you can even go through all of the comments that with the ridiculous advice, bring me back to that clutch question. Um, but I wouldn't post it on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> cause I've like ADV writer was, you're going to have to read four bad posts to get one good one at my last assessment of it. Where on Facebook, you're going to get one out of 10 of the responses will be good. And then it, it'll, it, then it's like, because you're going to get a lot of comments on it and it's going to repeat itself. And then it'll be one out of 20 and then one out of 50 on the same post. But, uh, yeah. And, and then if you, if, like I said, if you have one under warranty, um, you're going to get that one, but then you may have figured it out. And then if you do figure out a good solution then you know it, and here's the problem with a lot of us that figure out things based on good solutions, like we figure out the solution and then we go on our merry way and, and you know, because you're not, but if you ever, if you ever harvest information, that's good information and, that's kind of what we're trying to do here is try to pass on good information. And I do not know the answer to this question, but I'm kind of telling you my thought process on how Logan would go figure it out. Right. Kind of, kind of no, um, no, um. no, I know. Yeah, that's good. That's He's, good. No, because we've yes. done this before. Logan's translated stuff for me. You know, when when the names, I put names in cryptic languages up here and hieroglyphics and stuff. And he, so he knows how to do this kind of stuff. But the, you can, you know, if you do a little bit of, you know, common sense searching on a lot of these problems, unlike Mojave Bob, who goes and finds the, 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 he, he never uses the internet, by the way. He doesn't even know how to use the internet, but he manages to know all of the, the, the bad things that are going on, on the internet and ask me if I know about them. <laughs> So, so yeah, they don't know how you know this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's raising his hand. Do you remember Kibo? Kibo. K-I-B-O? No, what's Kibo? KTM Intergalactic Backorder. KTM Intergalactic Backorder. I, you know, I never had, I, in all of my years of KTM stuff, I've never had um, a real backorder issue with KTM stuff. There were certain things like, like I remember the 250 cylinders for a while were were a big deal back in the 1990s. Um, that was but when it was called Kibo. Oh yeah, I forgot that. I try to I try to move on because it's a whole different company now. Remember they went bankrupt. Right. That's why I wasn't riding them anymore. That's why I rode rode green bikes. My factory KTM contract came to an abrupt end. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. they had to get rid of me somehow, right? <laughs> so check, huh? okay hey hey you know what you know what the um what's this called logan hotel hotel california that's california that's how you that's how you spell it california Jesus. yeah it's okay he's still getting back in that year of school that they missed was rough so this is the tequila mirror matt are gonna have tonight um it's Which a uh this is a reposado and uh, it's it's actually got a really nice bottle, and uh, 
I picked this up mostly because of the bottle. I have a friend that collects bottles, and I like to get mm-hmm. them, but I wanted to try the tequila, so me and Matt will have this, and Logan's going to move on to the next question. You're going to have to show me the label, because is it, is it just California, or is it California? I think it's... It's the same way I spell California. Yeah, it's just... It's just California, Logan. <laughs> It's the fancy lettering got me wrong. Yeah, it's it's such a fancy label it threw him off, and a red bottle too. Yeah, by the remember, way, the fancy bottle is hiding something. That's you should yeah. yeah stick to dirt bikes, Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, right. Bob, you should go get me a fancy bottle of tequila that looks really plain and is very expensive to prove me wrong. So that's what, what I'm going to break into the box. Uh, one of these days, on top of a shelf. There you go, Matt. Don't spill. Yeah. Okay, next question, Logan. Jason, what do you think a rider weight limit would be on something like the 390? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Weight limit. I mean, so I would guess that that bike, if you're over 250 pounds, you're going to have a hard time finding, I think, finding springs uh for that bike that would hold it up and then especially considering that that bike you know if you load it up it's a little bit heavier and all this other stuff so i would guess i would just guess and i'm sure there's a printed weight limit on it at some point or another they will have to have it because it's a it's a you know it's a street vehicle but um it but if if you're talking about like riding it with stock springs i'm at 200 and and so probably 215 with my gear on and I'm at the limit of where the stock springs are. I mean, I can kind of, you know, be careful and go around it, but, uh, I think it's sprung for a 170 pound person is my guess, the standard sprint. But, you know, once you get up over, you know, 200, you're kind of taxing it. But if you're, if you're, you know, if you're just cruising it, it's not going to be a problem. But the minute you go off road, you will you will feel that thing move through the stroke, and it will bottom out with that extra weight on it. And it actually may be higher because it has a pillion on it for a, a second rider. But I think they're they're doing it based on, um, I would say, world sized riders, not American sized riders, which means just cut the weight in half. In my world, <laughs> I'm double. I'm double the weight of the average other person, I think. So Bill H. I love the review as adventures. Matt stated, I ride mine within its limitations and it's a blast. He's talking about the KTM 390 again. Yes. I did change the rear tire to TK 70 rocks. That's a, that, that tire is like 10% more aggressive than the stock tire, but still not a, a real uh, aggressive off-road tire. But it is, it is a slight improvement over the stock one. Not much, but something. Also added a rear skid plate. I just took it on the Utah BDR, and it did fantastic. But the old mining trails in Colorado is my primary, primarily primary stomping grounds yes and it will take me just about anywhere i want to go and on these trails you'll never see a large adventure bike ever 
and you shouldn't. Single track over rocky ground and steep sections are no problem if you have the off-road skills. Yeah, I, and it's kind of funny because if you read all the comments on our KTM uh, 390 video and they're all over the place, um, you know, people are saying we ride it too aggressively and that's not what it's designed for. And that if you spend in the modified video, if you spend that much money on a bike that's like this, you've already wrecked it. But you're making something that's yours and it's, and we, we're testing it. Like that's why we're called dirt bike test. We're not called adventure bike test. Even though I do own that domain name, I should just utilize it. Um, and, um, and we're not called street bike test, even though I do own that domain name and I should utilize it. Um, anybody want to run street bike test for me? I got a, I got a, I got a business model for you. Uh, it's killing it here. I mean, like we're having to turn money away. That's how good it is these days. So, but they make this bike and it's a good fit and there's there's the crf250l it's another one and there's all these different kinds of bikes that are that are capable of doing what you want to do and a lot of times the problem is is that you have a specific need and your specific need is outside of the target market audience and so your 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 bike will require some modifications and he's even going with a tire that i would absolutely not recommend to do colorado mining trails and he's having a great time so good i mean i know that if you put a slightly more aggressive tire on it he would be able to have way more fun on those colorado mining trails from a performance perspective and not suffer that much on the road so that's kenda kenda um i'm wearing a kenda shirt right kenda big blocks um did i slip that slip out matt you need we need to talk to the kenda guy yeah i'll put him on my list they helped me out with my riding schools they make they make awesome awesome tires and we're, we're still waiting to hear back from seat concept first okay one thing at a time right one thing at a time so i always say that's that's right when that tkc 70 rocks wears out which it won't it'll take a long time it's a good long wearing tire and continental makes tkc 80 which is the one that's very much like the kenda big block and uh i kid you not if you're riding that thing on the dirt as much as i think you are doing a bdr go with those tires and the next time you go into that slippery slimy mud that's in the rut of the wheel rut after it rains you'll thank me next question 2019 yamaha wr450f that's impression. a blue crew bike yes joe doyle still waiting for that wr versus crf x review jim maybe even include the rmx where's jim you Oh, Jim's in Utah. Yeah, he doesn't write for dirt bike test. Jimmy, Jimmy, on the other hand, um, for the two, th- I think no, we did the we did the FX versus RX versus KTM XCF that year, and the RMX. What is the RMX? They RM- still make that. Is it? I, I know it's the Suzuki. Is he? Is Jim stuck in 2019? Did his world stop spinning? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I I I don't I don't know that 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 comparison could take place. The WR versus CRFX could currently take place, and then we could probably throw in like a KTM XC FW. Because they, I believe they, those are back in the lineup again. But um, 
man, uh, sometimes they're like we move on to the next year and then we forget about the stuff that we we're going to do. And a lot of times we don't do the stuff we can do based on time or bike availability and bike availability right now is a big issue. Like people are going, how come you're not riding all the new bikes or how come you don't have like, how come you only have a riding impression of the new bike? And it's because they only have enough bikes to give everybody a riding impression on. And like in the old days, they used to, you know, let us take them for a little while to test them. And we will not quote test a bike if we can only ride it for one day. Cause that's not really a test, even though most other outlets will do a whole feature story on it. But I mean, what do you know? <laughs> the spokes hardly even get loose. Right, Logan? In the first day of riding? Yeah. And then after a week, what happens? Just ask my dad. Well, I'm asking you. You're 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 the co-host on the show. Um Right. So you have um spokes. Yes. And then um they come loose. And then what um happens? They fall out. Oh, did did any? Did they? No. No, none of them fell out. Never mind my bike. No, no not, not on your bike. No. What about the one he was riding that he never checked the spokes on? No, no, I, I checked those spokes. Oh. They're shitty spokes. Okay, we're going with shitty spokes. shitty spokes. Okay. I'm going with improper. I'm going I'm going with excessive use and improper maintenance schedule. No, no, I, I'm telling you. I do the maintenance on that bike. I believe you a little bit. Oh, no, <laughs> Hey, I got some W wheels. I saw. Them. I, how nice are those? Cherry. Those so those cherry. Those good. those things have two hundred miles on them, and I went and checked the spokes. Perfect. Yeah. I, I, my new KTM doesn't do that. Those, those oh, you got a Friday wheel. Um. They happen. Oh, what? So does that mean attention? Um. Yes. <laughs> that the, was a, that if, was an attention. Um, Matt, don't call. Don't count that one. Dad, if you don't, don't remember, we switched wheels day one. I know, I know. but I but I, I check your wheels. Yes. Yeah. So we're, ha we're having a father son who who thrashed the bike more uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, route here. This is good. Is yeah, the yeah, the Loganator <laughs> just destroying. I don't know how you do it. You're not that heavy. <laughs> I think it's lack of maintenance, bro. <laughs> okay, let's move on. So the 2020 Husqvarna 501 test video. This is a year newer, but still a couple of years out. Let's go. Uh, John Fryman. Uncork and Vortex makes for much better power delivery if you don't want the horsepower of a 500 by 350. Okay. <laughs> so here we are. This this is coming this is this is exactly the same comment in my mind as the guy who says which makes more power a 450X or a 250R. This is the same he's just telling you straight up. He's saying uncork and vortex. Well, I should get Taco Mike. Can we get Taco Mike on the phone really quick? If you call him, because <laughs> actually I can send him a Zoom link. Send him a Zoom. See if we can get him on here. Because I, I want I want to ask it. He will. It is probably not the best for business, but it is. You know, he actually the the good thing about Taco Mike is, and the reason we found him, is because he did this thing called a white sheet, where he actually kind of he very accurately pointed out the advantages and disadvantages of doing the modifications on different. It was the KTM EXC, the 500 EXC line. And and he, it was the first time I'd seen a guy who was selling aftermarket stuff so blatantly basically write down the truth. Like, you do need this and you don't need this. If you need this, you need this and don't need this. And, and it was... And I'm like, hey, there's finally, and that's why that's what brought me into his brought me brought his attention to me, 
somebody pointed out to me and I'm like, okay, good. And, and now he's, he probably sells more <laughs> ECUs and vortexes and, and gets and, um, dino jets and all this other stuff and pipes and mufflers and all this other stuff. And I mean, good for him. I mean, that's great. But the reason I'm holding back, I'm, I mean, it'd be interesting if we can actually get him on the get him on the horn. Um, I just sent it to him. So yeah, we'll see what happens hopefully because he's, hopefully he's in the chat. He was he was he was earlier. I saw a comment that looked like it came from him. It said Facebook user. <laughs> I think that might have been might have him. But he was on the ride when I was on that particular bike with a few other dudes that had just had their bike. All good riders. They'd all had their bikes heavily modified, all different states of modifications. And I rode his back and forth and kind of came back with like, okay, it's, it lost some rideability. For sure, it makes more power. It lost some rideability. And I'm big about rideability. You know this if you listen to all the stuff that I spew out all the time. And it, I, 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 if we can't address the situation, we need to address it on another issue of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Will do. So, you want, do you want to make a note of it really quickly on a sheet there? So uh, I, I keep those sheets. Right. Okay, Logan, you make a note of that. Uh, I'll, actually, I will. I'll make a note of it, and you move on to the next question. Because it's, it's a good story. It's a really interesting good story. All-wheel drive adventure bike. Mugu. A hub motor powered Wait, by... Wait, someone's name Mugu? M-U-G-U. Mugu. Yeah, that's Mugu, all right. But, I mean... So, so Mrs. Goo named her son ah. Moo? I, I mean, you could have thought of something better, right? I was like, oh, we're gonna just go with two letters. It's simple. It's not hard to spell. Yeah. Okay. A hub motor powered by the engine at the front would make more sense. No need to be that powerful. Uh, so Mugu actually makes a very good point that in a front wheel drive motorcycle, an all wheel drive motorcycle, that the front wheel does not need to be that powerful. Because all you're trying to do is to kind of keep it from digging in and then aid traction when you start losing traction. And it doesn't take uh, that much power to do this. So, um, yeah, but a hub motor powered by the engine at the front would make sense. Well, I guess a, a oh, gear a gear set inside of the hub. Speaking of Zoom. Sure, yeah, do that. Is powered by that. Oh, what that Trevor kid? Trevor Trevor just entered the, the waiting room. Oh, yeah, the waiting room. Yeah. The waiting room. We should bring. We should bring him in. We got one more. Oh, wait a minute. One more. You know what, Matt? This guy named Matt Matune asked a question. He's trying to fix his Husaberg uh, three hundred. He, he yeah, let's let's get to Matt. I mean, let's get to uh, Trevor. Is Trevor wearing a dress? I don't know. We're about to we're about to find find, find out. out. Yeah, one he's second. checking he's checking his Zoom connections in there. Hold on, I need Both to mandatory? get my phone to leave. Uh, no, no dresses. <clears throat> We're going to try to get your sound level corrected here, but hey, Trevor, welcome to uh, Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Thanks okay, for having me. He... And uh, Logan wants to say one word to you. Um. Um. <laughs> you, um. you know, you, yeah, you know how many push-ups you have to do after you, you have to do a push-up every time you say that word here. Uh oh. Yeah, try to we try to just get straight to the answer. We're trying to be professional podcasters. And that that's a bad word. And the and uh like drawing out a to buy some time like I do all the time. I go uh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you got a lot of pushups. Yeah yeah right Matt. Oh yeah yeah. No, don't worry. <laughs> I'm keeping account for myself as well. 
Hey, uh, no, no mountain bike races this night. No, racing is over. Kind of, uh, but it was it was an award ceremony. Yeah. So they had they normally do it on like the final night of racing, or whatever. But they the scoring, or whatever, crashed, so they couldn't get results and stuff. So they did it a couple weeks later. So you you're the champion. Um, I won in my heart. That's a <laughs> See, won Logan, in my it's heart. not that easy. <laughs> you, you won your division. No, I won. I was uh, first place in my heart. Oh, first fourth, place in your heart. That's fourth we, place we, on the track. Yeah. Right. We we try, uh, you know, only to deal with champions around here, and we don't really want to talk about racing. But um, we've heard it's alleged that you know everything about the new 2022 Yamaha YZ252 stroke. That may be correct. It may be correct. Maybe, but correct. we. But you can't talk about it until Thursday when you're going to release the full test out on dirt bike tests. Exactly. Yes. Which I dare anybody to go look at all the different riding impressions. This is putting a lot of weight on your shoulders, Trevor, by the way. I dare people to go on to a dirt bike test, read our tests, and then read some of the other stuff that's on the other guys' things. Because all get we all are held back by an embargo, and we get to release it kind of at the uh, same time. So, yeah. uh, so since we can't talk about it, like just let's just imagine. I'm trying to adjust the volume. Here. Let's just let's just imagine that. Uh, what do they what do they talk about? What are the big changes? Because they've released all the changes. Everybody knows about what the changes are. The changes, uh, the changes are in the styling. It's like the the airbox. All, and all the plastics and the gas tank are all different. And the subframe, because of the airbox and, and the new seat mount, whatever, or whatever you want to call it, is different. Um, it's another one. Uh, and, then, <laughs> <laughs> and then the they actually, the rear brake is now the same as the new four strokes. So it's like a smaller rear caliper and smaller rear rotor. And... I have to check if the front was changed or not. And then uh, the suspension settings are the valving. He says it is. And Logan, Logan here, Logan here uh, knows all about this because he has a script that he reads and he says that it is changed. The front okay. on the, the 250 has the, changed. Yeah, it's changed. Yeah, that's what I thought. So yeah, front and rear brakes, suspension, The they went up a spring rate front and rear and stiffer valving. And then the styling and subframe and tank. Yeah, so I, I I tell you what everybody's really thinking about that bike. It just it looks way more bitching, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You you think so? You saw it. You rode it allegedly. Maybe a lot. And like how it looks, it looks like it sitting on it would be a lot more comfortable and maybe slimmer, and just like a really modern, ergonomic riding position. Because because when I because because when I ride my my. 2005 YZ125, which is the same as the 2021 YZ125, as far as the the seat and the gas tank and everything like that. It has an old, it has an old feel to it. It just, it has like a the seat has a dish and it's kind of cupped and and it doesn't feel like the new four strokes that tend to be like flatter. So I would really suspect that that new bike and um, you can probably like nod your head in a certain direction that like that that riding position is like more what we're used to more what we expect. 
Yeah, I'll say um, I'll say after riding my bike again before and after, or allegedly ride after riding the new <laughs> new one, or maybe just looking at the new one. I don't know. Did, did you take? But did you take? Did you take your bike out there? I did not. Oh, but you but rode it the I, next day, or I've ridden it and I rode it like two days before, and then I rode after, and I've ridden it enough that. Is it for sale? Um, it could be for sale. Yeah, Trevor has a really nice YZ, and they're hard to get right now, by the way. And yeah, and unless you, unless money. yeah, unless you have a unless you have a deposit on your your new one, you're probably going to have a hard time getting it. So, yeah. Um, so it's yeah, improve. I I I I'm sensing that the bike will have an improved rider comfort department thing. Yes, I say yeah. mine does feel older. Just I don't know, it just feels older now. Let me even though I didn't realize it before. Let me tell you one other thing that's interesting about like Yamahas and uh, uh, there's a uh, out of all the motorcycle manufacturer companies, these guys make more stink out of airbox designs and airboxes and do more different stuff than anybody out there. I remember back in the old days when you know when I was your age, they came out with a white airbox. The airbox on the motorcycle was white, and they said it was for improved. Uh, cooling of the air that was going to go into the motor, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then uh, your current boss, a guy named Terry Beal, oh, had okay. to con- ha- had to convince me when they went back to the black air box <laughs> that the black air box was uh, an improvement from the white air box. <laughs> Why was that? But, well, because the white one was better than the black one. So how could you go back to the black one and say it was better than the white one? And they did yeah. without cha- without changing anything other than the color. We're talking about air boxes, by the way. I don't want anybody <laughs> to get confused. So, so this is an all new designed air box. Yeah, I, I yeah didn't, I didn't get to pull the seat off or anything like that and look up close. But I looked. I did look at the like the intake, I guess, on the underside of it, and it did look a little different. And then, yeah, just how it's shaped and everything, it looks quite a bit different. And then, like. By the rear fender and the seat and the side panels, the like the where the air can can flow into is quite a bit different too. And just in my experience with the just you know bikes and design and stuff like that, having um, you know like like the YZ250 of all the 252 strokes, there's not a lot of them out there, but it has probably the crispest. Uh, throttle response the most snap i would say i mean it has a car it has a really good carbureted feel and that isn't an area that would need to be improved much but i would guess i would guess that would improve it yeah i would say am i guessing uh, right i would say you're in the in the right direction right in the right direction right so yeah I'm, i'm thinking correctly yes uh if there was an area that that w- I would want to have improved is maybe a little bit more in the in the in the upper mid into top and then over rev. You're, I'd say you're going in the right direction. Right, going in the right direction. So, okay. so we should we should expect when you write the story, you would be talking about improvements in that area. I'm just guessing. I would I would think <laughs> that yeah, based based on yeah. everything I've seen and, and looked at, and yeah, that should be where it would be going. Yeah. Um, is the pipe changed? Exhaust? No, no, no exhaust changes, no motor changes, no jetting, nothing. Just airbox. Just airbox from the performance standpoint. So, so if you're comparing it to your bike, your bike's jacked up. 
little bit. Yes. It is now. <laughs> um, mine's not completely stock, but uh, uh-huh. yeah. I, my, my changes kind of, the changes to my personal bike kind of fall in line with where I think the 2022 would go. Actually, it's a good thing. They read your mind and they made a better bike for you. Yes. They must your have checkedoutperfecttest.com. Yeah. Does your dad have his checkbook out yet? Uh, he does not. Unless he it's does for not. My brother. If it's for my brother, he, maybe, but not for okay. me. Okay. You got you to gotta ask Logan about how to get your dad to pull the checkbook out because Logan's got a new 300 TPI. Oh, wow. I don't even have one of those. What's yeah. the secret, Logan? Uh, convince him to buy one. <laughs> yeah. See, that's it. Just, just that's straightforward. It? That's it. Just convince him to buy one. Just hey, uh, <laughs> just tell, tell me what's your brother's going to get a 125 though, right? Uh, he's getting pretty close. He just got big wheels for his 85. So, oh, my year, no, he'll be on 125. Yeah, you need to get a you you need to get a 125 for him. That's that's that I would do. But we need to get one for me. We meaning you need to get one for me because mine's old. So you figure that out. It's, uh, if I get my hands on one, I don't know if I can let go of it. Yeah, well, we'll <laughs> we'll have to. Do, at least we can arm wrestle for it. It's always been a good fair thing want to arm wrestle me uh uh, maybe (laughs) that's how super hunky used to win shit (laughs) usually (laughs) beer but anyways i'm losing that one for sure uh right on trevor anything else exciting that we need to look at up on the website um there we go again 24 hour (laughs) coming up we have uh yamaha 450 fx team and we now have a beta 250 rr race edition team no way. Hey, yeah. somebody on the on the chat room wants to buy a 250RR. No, they... The, they bought one already. Yeah, they bought one already. Uh, oh, are they loaning it to us for the ta- for the 24-hour test? <laughs> if they, we can ask nice them. Hey, I think there's... Hey, uh, yeah, the well, yeah. We, we, can help, we can help them put a, you know, a nice smooth 24 hours. That's the, that's the vet, guys. That would be your dad, Brent Farrell. Yep. Uh, Robert Bear. Yep. Yep. Who, yep. who else? Who's the next guy? Uh... Todd Davis. One oh, of they're the going to, those pussies are going to go with six dudes. They're trying to find seven if they could. Oh, you can have seven at the 24 hour now. No, but they might. <laughs> okay. If it rains, if it rains that night, give me a call. Yeah, I'm around. When is it? How many weeks? Uh, you might be in rebel, but it's the ninth and 10th of October. Two weeks. Oh, that's coming up quick. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I will be in rebel, so I can't help you. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, and then, so who's on your 450 FX team? Myself, Tyler Belknap, Chance Fullerton, and Thomas Dunn. Oh, so that's Thomas, a salt. That's like he races for Pervines Yamaha at Big Six and works and stuff. So he's super fast. And then Chance is always good. And we got Tyler to step up for the 450. Are you going to put a new tire on that 450 FX? Because last time I ride it, I was kind of pissed because you had a worn out tire. I put one on for the works race this weekend and then they ran us through some rocks and I lost traction a couple times. And so I burned it off and I needed a new one. You know, Logan, you know how, you know how he talks about losing traction and it involves yeah. like, what, what does it involve? Yeah. Oh, what's traction spinning tire. Yeah. Traction spinning tire. But what, what, what caught, what buh, aids traction buh, buh, starts with a B. Buh. Balance. Right. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> See, even even Trevor knows. Speaking of balance. I mean, even, even uh, Logan knows. Yes. Speaking of balance, Rick said he'll loan his new 250RR 
for a couple classes, maybe. He'll loan it. Oh, if he can maybe. get a couple classes. Yeah, maybe. He said maybe. I'm not going to take that. <laughs> These guys. <laughs> my, dad, my dad would be all up for that. I told your, I told your dad, I guaranteed him, what, 30 seconds a lap at like an SRA? No, yep. 20 sec, tw- I think it was 20 seconds a lap in an SRA if he took yep. my class. Because that's a different. Because if, if, I, if I go out there, I could probably. If I went to an SRA, how many seconds could I put on him in a lap? We don't talk about racing unless it's about me, by the way, Logan. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> if, if me and your dad were right, riding an SRA, like, okay, how many seconds does Gordon Ward put on your dad a lap? Oh, God. Right close to a minute. Okay. So, so. I'm 10 seconds off of Gordo right now. I think, I don't know. I haven't been out. haven't really been, but so, so I'm, I think I can bring your dad up like 30 seconds a lap in, in, in with, you know, he has to come and take my basic riding class. And then all of a sudden he'll realize for however long we've been racing together, which is we're talking like almost twice, almost twice Logan's age. Um, that that's what he was doing wrong. <laughs> and he'll said, you know, is that easy? I wish I would have known this 30, Six years ago, thirty-two years ago, something like that. <laughs> well, Trevor learned something from your from your class, didn't he? Well, your private class, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Did any of that stuff we were working on? Because he hasn't taken the basic one either. He's just we were just working on a specific technique. Yeah, is, yeah. is any of that stuff working? Uh, I try as much as I can to think about it, whether I'm racing or riding, whatever, and implement it. I did have a question though. Okay, I can answer nine out of ten without referring to a reference manual, but Logan gets the first shot. So you so always question, say, you always say like, I'm out, I'm out of balance, right? Correct. So like when I'm like coming into a corner and I'm braking, do I always want the bike to be like straight up and down? Yeah. Like you don't want it at an angle at all. Right. Or am I way off on that? You want it straight up and down, straight up and down. Yeah. Braking is done in a straight line. And then, and then real, 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 real. Real braking is done in a straight line. Okay. Like you can, you can pretend like you're braking in like while the bike's out of line or in a turn or leaned over and you're just pretending. Yeah. Okay. So, More and then, so. Oh, that's yeah, it. so you, you well, and even, even at a, at a guy at your level, you know, when I'm, when I'm sitting there working with you, I want you to separate the things. I want you to accelerate when you're in a straight line, brake yep. when you're in a straight line, you know, for the most part. Braking is more critical than acceleration because if you're accelerating properly, um, your front wheel's off the ground if yeah. you're accelerating properly. And so depending on which way the bike is pointing, what may look like a straight line is a little bit different than what actually is a straight line. So, I mean, we can get into the crazy physics of it, but then we'd have to implore Matt and he would like want to get a whiteboard out and use math. But it's more important when you're decelerating or you're slowing down using the brakes that you're in a straight line, because at that point, all your weight's on your front end. And if you're not in a line and you actually get all your weight on your front end and your rear end's light, then it's going to want to track out of line and it's going to, it's, it's no longer a straight line. You know, because the, the the way the force is at that point, then you would have to actually initiate some lean into it. And I haven't really seen too many dirt bike guys that are really good at lifting the rear wheel up off the ground, keeping it there, and then initiating a lean to make the line straight, if you know what I mean. Yep. You, you know, because so all the force is still pointing at the front tire and not trying to take out the traction. 
So uh, we got some stuff to work on, Trevor. We'll 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 start with you know making sure that you know how to get on the bike and not knock it out of balance. The <laughs> uh, learning process. Yes. Hey, well, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Um, you, you're not wearing. You don't have your gold medals on display or anything like that. I do not. I don't have many yeah. of those. So maybe yeah. some silvers or bronze, but not many. Right. Gold. See, see what see what I got up here behind me. Okay. Okay. A lot of gold medals. Yeah. Gold medals. Yeah, it's where I get my credibility from. I'm gonna buy some more pretty soon because <laughs> four is not enough. <laughs> so okay, well we will see you in the near future, and uh, everybody look forward to Trevor's report on the 2022 Yamaha YZ250F. And then when do we get to ride the 125? Uh, they are saying. October, hopefully. October. Hopefully October. You may I'll, be in Rebella though, so if that's the case, uh, I'll make sure. Uh, hey, uh, sh- we'll make I'm sure set, I have uh, I'm sending, uh, if I'm not there, Logan and Matt are coming. 100%. Okay. Those guys are those guys are showing up for that one. If it's a 125. Because right. um, Logan, Logan's, the, Logan's the target audience for that thing. Mm-hmm. He's He thinks he's all 300 bro guy now, but like we'll bring him back down to reality here pretty soon. Doesn't he know? Yeah. 125s are the best for uh, developing riders and talent. I try to tell him that, but dad didn't listen because he's sick of getting bikes blown up. He just went straight to 300. How old was Logan? 15. 15. 15. I was on 125 back in my day. I was racing until <laughs> I was, I want to say I was riding, I was still racing the 125 at 18. Yeah. See, you, you can, see, Jimmy, you can, you can work. You can try to think that, you know, putting them on the big bike is going to do stuff, but how are those front wheels holding up? <laughs> the, the kid will find a way to break them, you know, no matter what. So we'll get them back on it. So, okay, right now we're going to let you go. You probably got to get right. to, you know, bedtime or, or, you know, reading hour or whatever you got over there. Smart people do. Smart people. Race, <laughs> okay. race your life. Race your life. Okay. All right. Talk to you soon. See you. All right. Thanks for having me. See you, Trevor. Okay. That's it. Now we need to go into the, uh, the the um rooster ender section right rooster endo yeah okay yeah i'm just making sure taco mike hasn't joined or anything okay we're not going to get to him this week i can already tell you that right now got it so i can close this uh zoom meeting then um i think so okay yeah as long as it's not going to jack up the rest of the program. Uh, I'm just going to keep it running. We're going to play it safe. Hey, I saw a guy that made a, a nice long comment over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, we got... Th- 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 he, is, is, it, is it a compliment or is it... Should I, should I take a, a drink before I read it? Uh, it's a compliment and oh. I believe a question. Okay. I'm yeah. going to go ahead and uh, while Logan's setting this up, Francis Cuddy says, Jimmy, I really appreciate your show and all the work you guys do. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Francis. I have a 2019 KTM 300XC. Use it mostly for gnarly, rocky PA single track. That's Pennsylvania. I got a real good deal on the leftover XC. I know I should have got an XCW. No, no. I mean, I I should have got an XCW, but um, we're not judging it. I do love the PDS bikes. Wow, you're strange, like me. Anyhow, I'm looking for more compliance out of the XC chassis. The bike is sprung and valve for my height and weight and terrain. And it feels pretty good, but there is still this overall feeling of lack of forgiveness with the XC chassis. I know it's an MX bike. Curious what your thoughts are on swapping the XC swing arm for a TE swing arm. Doing some quick research, it looks like most of the parts on the triangle and pull rods are compatible between the two linkage bikes. Will the more compliant Husky Enduro swing arm 
reduce the stiff nature of the bike or it will be a waste of time effort because the XC frame is overly engineered for my application. I know it's a ridiculous question. Your insight is appreciated. That is not a ridiculous question. That's a very, that's a guy that knows what he's talking about, knows the parts, knows the feels he's getting. But so I'm going to kind of go back and I, I hate to be the guy to answer a question with a question, but I want to know Francis, like what you have done already. So a couple of things that I would try would be to make sure all of the torques on your engine mount bolts, especially the, the engine hangers, those are the ones that go from the frame up to the uh, to the cylinder head, um, that all those, uh, the swing arm pivot, specifically, just check all the torques of all those bolts and make sure they're good. Because I've seen them when they're too tight and when they're too loose, both cause make the chassis not feel well. Um. And then you can always loosen the torque like by 15 or 20% on the engine mount bolts and see if it makes a change and swing arm pivot as well. You have to mind them. I would always make sure I put, um, you know, Loctite on them so they don't come loose, but mind them and see if that makes a change. And that's, that's something you can feel. Also the pinch bolts on the fork clamp, um, on the, on the, fork clamps uh, make sure that those are to the proper torque and uh, some riders are, are good enough to feel this others it doesn't seem to make a much of a difference but you know try that that would be step one um, step two if you want to try drilling some holes in that head stay literally like start with start with small ones like um, like a one millimeter hole okay how's that wood shop going Logan you're still use, you're not using tools yet. You're still filling uh, out the safety documentation. Your dad didn't sign your permission slip to use a, a, a chainsaw yet. Uh, we don't actually have those oh. permission slips. Oh, you don't have those. Um, so, anyways, the try drilling a few holes, and if if you want to know kind of how we did it, we did it on a CR four fifty RX. We drilled some small holes, and there's an article someplace on dirt bike test that that explains it. You're going to scratch up my bitchin' table, aren't you? Look at this here. Good. I'll, I'll just hang on to it because I have nothing better to do. Um, how am I going to answer this question? <laughs> uh, I think you were on your way and then yeah. we got distracted. Yeah, Logan blew this place up. So there's, there's, there's that. That sometimes helps. I would even suggest if you want to do just a real drastic measure, find like a little loop of someplace where your bike doesn't feel that good. Take the damn head stay off. Just take take it off and ride around. See if you notice this, and just say, "Okay, that made a big difference, or it didn't." Hey, I've been on tests where we do this stuff. Like this, this is what we do. But even more so, I know that the forks have gotten you know a lot better. It's not like the old the old uh, is is the 2019. It's air, isn't it? I believe it's air. I think so. So. But it wasn't like the old um, 4C forks that we're doing different things. But I would try also, so another thing you can do, put the, put the damn head stay back on. If it works really good, <laughs> um, th- th- there's got to be some aftermarket options out there. You never want to take it all the way off, but just a feel. But play with, try making a drastic increase in the, the amount of compression on your fork and your shock. So like four to five clicks, like go stiffer on it and see if that actually helps. Cause a lot of times on KTMs, I find that stiffening 
the compression, which especially on the fork is more like a mid-speed, actually gets the bike to ride up higher and makes it act a little bit softer and more plush. Um, but the, 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 like you said, the feeling of the swing arm, uh, that's an option, but that's a very expensive option. I don't know how much of it. I've never tested that, so I can't really tell you. Um, and I don't know. I've never spoke directly with anybody who tried that test back and forth. I've heard some guys have done it, but I'd have to talk to them because I want to ask them specific questions. Um, uh, another thing you might want to try is, uh, is there's two companies, Fast Company and another company called Mako that make foot pegs that have dampening pads in them. Now, I know that your boot has a dampening pad in them, um, but maybe that contact point you're feeling, that's an option. And then also flex bars or the Mako mount up top can also, because you think about where you're touching the bike and where you're feeling the shock coming from. I've always said with flex bars, which I run on all my bikes, flex bars make bad forks feel good. And they also do the same thing with chassis. You know, some of that jarring that you get out of the chassis is reduced to the the uh, dampers in, in the bar. So those would be my... Before I would go to the swing arm, I would go to um, those things. One's very simple, free, no cost, and then you can kind of see what it does. And then there's some stuff that costs uh, a few bucks here and there, but that's uh, that's what I would try. So, yeah, good good long question. Well, there's a lot of good questions in the chat, but I've been saving them for... Oh, you're uh, saving them for next time? No, well, no, I'm saving them for, uh, for... Oh, the chat roulette wheel? Yeah, the chat roulette or checking in with chat or... Yeah, We're, we got to come up with these names. If you can figure out a name for this, for the, uh, for the segment, and then you're a, hopefully you're a smaller or medium t-shirt, we'll hook you up with a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Which okay. I think we still owe one for, to Santa Felipe, Bob. What did he win? The, he won Preston, the Preston Campbell one? Preston Campbell. He's got to come and pick it up. Okay. That sounds good. Or I got to deliver it to him. One or the other. Okay, Logan, where are we at with these bikes? Uh, just that jet. 2013 350 dude it looks like one of my bikes just the 350 can you say the name again for me uh jesse jet oh jesse g he he's all he was another one of the preston campbell shirt yeah it's funny because this looks like one of my bikes it does right it's really close um hd hdb handguards flatland racing skid plate enduro engineering brisk brake discard uh, a Cherby's 5.3 gallon tank Baja Design Squadron XL Light Dunlop 606 tires Enduro Engineering Seat so it's like it's it's exactly like some of my bikes except every part is from a different company correct uh, so um, he didn't mention the uh, the side cover the protector the um clutch cover protector which it's funny that's what i recognize because i have ones from uh ufo and i also have ones from a Cherby's on a couple of our different uh, rental bikes and everything like that but um that's a that's a you know that's like it's like exactly how i would set up a bike but completely different so it's going to go way the hell up here because you can do the same thing with different brands i didn't look at the helmet i'm looking at the bike i think it's an o'neill uh, yeah no i think it's a one industry yeah. Oh no, one. you're right. Yeah. What's, what's wrong? I, ha- I just I have my O's mixed up. Hey, those used to those used to be Heather's Uh-oh. favorite helmets. They they fit her really well. They haven't made one for like ten years, have they? Okay, so it's out of date. 
We're going to lose one viewer the next time he crashes. I wish we had a helmet company sponsoring this and we'd give him a free helmet. But well, we I don't. I make helmets. That's okay. Yeah, that's a good, it's it, it's not the best bike, right? It's kind of like, but it's up there. I mean, he made the helmet the centerpiece. Of course we got to make it part of the big, come on. That's the only. That's the only picture we had. His bike, like, and he's there watching our show, and it's like, oh, I got to send a picture of my bike. It's an old helmet. <laughs> okay, we this like this. What do we got here, Logan? This is a KTM seven ninety. Uh, Mike Neagle. Mike Neagle. Um, two thousand twenty one eight ninety R Rally. This is not an inexpensive motorcycle. <laughs> this is like this is this is the KTM one that they put all. It's like it's like the factory edition of the rally bikes. Yeah. So he should have just left it stock. Loving but, oh no. <laughs> loving it so far. Complaints. Compliments my XC. EXCs well. Also, oh, he did he he did leave it stock. He has yeah. different mirrors on. I can see from the picture. I don't know what kind they are. They almost look like a double take knockoffs. They, oh yeah, you're right. Not right. really they, sure. One of your buddies running a stereo outside, Logan? Can you hear that thumping? Yeah. <laughs> what happened to the Willie boys? Did we scare them away? Well, we followed uh, one here, buddy. Oh, really? We literally followed one here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The Willie boys ride by we my house. Those. What was he on? What kind of bike? I think it was a WR. A WR? A WR 250 would go my best guess. Huh. I couldn't catch him. He <laughs> raced us, even though... He raced in the truck? I, yeah. I, good. Was, I was just driving. Yeah. Okay. Um... These are really nice bikes. That's a good bike. It goes, it's, you know, you know, what, what's his name? Mike Nagel. Hey, Mike, you know what? It's almost as good as a Tenere 700. <laughs> <laughs> Yamaha. <laughs> it's, it's, that, that's a good bike. Yeah. It goes right up there someplace. Is, is our next, where's our next one? This, this one on top here. This is a Jason. Kauzlarch. Yeah, I say that right, Logan? You're going to correct me, I'm sure. Oh, Jason no, Kauzlarch. Whoa, look at that racehorse. Uh, 2019 KTM 300 The Stan says it's a Husqvarna. I noticed that, too. Stan says it's a Husqvarna. But it's orange, so. It's, it's not orange. It's, it is blue. I think it's red. The Stan's red. But the bike's, like... The bike, you can't even tell what color it is. So it's a KTM. Uh, Recluse Radius CX. That's good. Uh, Clin 38 millimeter air striker carb. Uh, what kind of carb? Kian? Kian. Kian, yeah. yeah. Um, 7K Machine Rock Monster Air Fork Valving. RK Tech Head. So he's got he, he's done he's done the carb jetting and the head which can really liven these bikes up. He has this logo of this goat on his muffler and on his uh, radiator thing. I don't know I don't know where I've seen that logo before. It's funny because I I somebody handed me that sticker at one point or another, so I'm fascinated a little bit by that. But that's a that's a nice looking bike. But he he's not showing his KTM pride very well. He's really. He's really hiding that KTM pride, and for that, I, I think you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna pay the price for trying to. Like, if I would have looked at this, I would not have known whether there was a KTM or a Husky, because I, because once you change all the colors, I kind of forget. 
even though they do have different shapes. I was going to say, I, I can tell that it's a KTM just based off the shroud and the fender. It could be a gas gas, though. No, those have totally different fenders. They have totally different fenders, too? Yeah, yeah. But you could bolt the gas gas fenders on the KTMs and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like... It's like the good thing is if you don't know how to identify these days on your KTMs, you can get along. You can go a long ways yeah. out. So it's uh, it's on the lower end of the scale here. I'll pay, post that up. We can start working on the next one. Uh, Michael, this is a, this is a, this is a uh, and Alex. we don't judge here. This is a transgender KTM. <laughs> I had one of those. Really? It was At your age? Gray. Oh, because you kids are trying to control everything now. You're trying to control the discussion. You can't, yeah, can't just leave it on. Trying to improve where's, the where's discussion. Where's my, where's my picture? Uh, Michael Pounds. Oh, I know this year. 2007 KTM 200 Woods Ripper. Woods Ripper. This okay. So this guy. Uh, is there any of the word? Is the word Massachusetts in there any place? No. If he threw, yeah, that's a mass hole, right? <laughs> is 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 he, is he say he's a member of of the the. The uh, good club with the bad name. Nope. Nope. He should be. If he threw Ripa out there. Right. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Old school kickstart only changed the seat and resprung for my weight. Dude, this thing's Ripa. <laughs> I've got one of these for sale, I think, maybe, allegedly. I don't know. I'm trying to get rid of my 200s and replace them with... They need to grow up into 300s. Uh... That's a, that's a, some big trees for Massachusetts, so I don't think it's Massachusetts. I don't know. He's got it's got it almost looks like Hawaii. Well, no, the trees are a little too big for Hawaii. Home. It looks like he's got a homemade skid plate of some sort on there. And uh, but I have this exact bike. I this exact bike. I got it to race the Red Bull Last Man Standing, and we did a story on it in Dirt Rider Magazine, and I finished. Actually, I was like one of five or six finishers on basically I, I got the bike, uh, played around with the suspension, got it working, had Baja designs, uh, hooked me up with some lighting for it, uh, threw some, probably some hand guards on it and a Cherby's hand guards and sent it and it finished. Yeah. Good bike. It's right. Good. Good solid bike anywhere around here. That's kind of, it's a little more on the roof side because look at how old it is and it's still stock. It's safe, safe bets, but no e-start. Uh, don't remind me <laughs> don't remind me but then there's nothing to go wrong like you know I know this guy that has a has a Husaberg 300 that has an e-start on it yeah and uh, I see him kicking it all the time I right. think he must do that for exercise uh, I have word on the street is that he actually likes trying to exercise his right leg <laughs> next uh next sean elliott sean elliott 2018 ktm 690 suspension set for my 300 pounds scott steering stable stabilizer that's good seat concepts tall seat seat concepts lowering kit look wait tall seat lowering kit must have went to the school we wouldn't tell him to put a lowering kit we tried to get him to take it off uh the tall seat with the lowering, lowering kit. kit. Is it foot peg lowering kit or is it is it like lowering kit like lowered suspension? Don't know. He, Don't is, know. he is in the chat. It's a lowering kit. Like tall seat and then lowering kit. I mean, I, I agree with the going with the tall seat because you're going to get more you know, leg room, but the lowering part is just confusing the hell out of me because these bikes are already kind of 
like they're kind of squatted to begin with, but I'm going to have to throw out a disclaimer that I am, I am probably this bike's least fanboy. I mean, I'm not, I mean, it's got a bitch and single cylinder motor in it and stuff, but it, it's kind of like, it's just a confused, it's sort of like a, another kind of a transgender bike. It's trying to be all street bike and all dirt bike at the same time, but you can't figure out what it really is. Yeah. Gender dysphoria. Gender dysphoria. Yeah. So, who do we blame the manufacturer or the rider for buying it? I mean, let's throw some blame here. Uh, he did add that he, it now has DBT stickers and actually, Oh, okay. That's good. Uh, and now, now I got to, you know, now because I'm saying those words we just said, I'm probably going to get banned off of one of these platforms that we're on, but we're talking about bikes. Cause we don't understand, don't understand. I mean, anyways, back to the facts. <laughs> uh, ABS board. Logan, you got to fix this along with learning how to lock containers and change tires. ABS dongle, side stand dongle, uh, OS dongle, dongle. R- rally pack. Well, if pack. it's got a lot of dongles, we can kind of figure out what it is, right? Like if you got a dongle, what are you? You're a uh, KTM 690 that needs dongles. What the fuck is a dongle? I have them on my 1090 and 1190. What the fuck is a dongle? It makes it so the ABS doesn't turn it back on. Keeps the ABS off. Oh, it's electronic. It's a little plug. It's basically a plug that it's a plug that fakes your bike out. Yeah, the the dongle is a plug that fakes your bike out. It it and it can make it think that it's you know the exhaust is clean and all the other stuff. Has a recluse clutch sticker on the clutch. Um, not seeing it yet. Only forgot it, or he just bought the sticker. He has a DBT sticker on it, which makes it rad. Rally pegs, Cyclops headlights, handlebar bag for for cords and chargers moose tool kit bag rear rack sakine tail light sick ass spokeskins oh but he says sakine yeah yeah that's, you said it right oh Do i see spokeskins so i i got a question because i have never done spokeskins because i would uh, deem them like unnecessary uh but they do make the spokes look orange do you do you do you slide them onto the spokes individually, or do you actually do they do they pop on or something like that? No clue. No clue. They uh, they pop on. Oh, so Sean he come he commented he's got the Kuba link on there. So Kuba links are great ways to easily lower your bike. Um, I and not to say that you know hey you know you can do whatever you want with your bike, but I always ask like why are you lowering it because you don't ride with your feet on the ground. So I find that's why I wasn't, ha- I understand the taller seat and he's probably doing that more for comfort or maybe he does have long enough legs where he could touch the ground, but he wants to touch the ground easier. Or maybe he, uh, better balance. <laughs> yeah. So it's anything, anything goes here. Giant loop, great basin bag for holder holds. A bottle of wine for Heather and a bottle of tequila for Jimmy. These saddlebags and contents different differentiate this bike from others. Differentiate. Yeah. So Sean now Sean did bring Heather and I see see it just goes to show you that um, you know, buttering up the host of the show doesn't really go far and in, in uh but he did legitimately pull out a really nice bottle of tequila. And a really nice bottle of wine for Heather and I out of those out of those things. But he had, I think he had the external holders. I, 
I don't remember because somebody else brought me a bottle, something that was literally in a purpose-built, like, external holder on a on a soft saddlebag. It's just like, you know, so you can, you, yeah. the idea is you just go to the store at your last stop and you slide something, a little something, something in there and get away. But Sean sent us, what did he send us last time? A four, XR400 or, no, CR450X. And I beat him up there too. Poor Sean. <laughs> I'll bet you after I'll bet you after his class he's thinking see he says right there he says he needs to take he needs more classes yep yeah <laughs> so it has the recluse clutch so see I told you I, I looked right through that thing I oh, know I looked at the sticker um, but uh, yeah he's done all the things to it but I'll bet you he's going to get rid of that lowering link pretty soon because after taking the class, his riding will undoubtedly approve. Magically, he won't really ever need to put his foot on the ground anymore. And for that, this bike is still a KTM 690, and it's going to go, uh, yeah, it's teeter-tottering on to, he's such a nice guy, gave me tequila. It's going up here. It's a good night tonight. A little more <laughs> on the roof side. How was the Hotel California, Matt? Pretty good? It was okay. Yeah. yeah it, it wasn't my favorite. I actually liked it tonight. I thought it was good. It went good with the uh, Ramiro's tacos yeah, that we had. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to uh, chat room roulette. Chat room roulette. I saw that. Uh, uh, Jimmy's Jeopardy was another idea. Jimmy's Jeopardy. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, okay. everybody knows that I, I review and research all the questions that come uh, in, the, in the regular thing because I have at least three or four minutes to look at them before I come on this show. So yes. these ones came in live. I'm glad that Victor's here. Victor was a special guest at our last show. Uh, rode his Africa Twin here. Then um, then we sat out in the front yard and talked to Africa Twin for a little while. And do I know of a ride, a ride, right ride kickstand for the Africa Twin? Is that Spanglish? Because I'm tired of everything lately leaning to the left. Oh, right side kickstand. Interesting, Victor. Um, because, no, I don't know of that, but I know a couple companies actually make this thing that's like a portable kickstand. So in case you need to make your bike act like it has a center stand to change a tire, uh-huh. they make a thing. Um, and I wish I knew the companies offhand, but you can easily research them. It's like an auxiliary kickstand that will, and you could actually lead your bike over to the uh, to the right side. So it doesn't lean left like uh, all of our political views these days. Next question. Dirt bikes and dirt bike related products. Yep. Okay. So, uh, what was that Brendan Springer Davis? Springer Davis. I need to turn this. To okay. Should we deliver? I have a small bog just off idle on my 19300 XEW. I am second owner, and it appears someone may have adjusted the power valve. Would this cause a bog? Uh, Slavin's flashed get ECU maps injector relo- relo- relocator. I'm guessing. So, Brendan, um, I would say with uh, 90. 90- five percent certainty that the fact that your injector relocated and flashed ecu are different than stock that your bog is related to that i always say go back to the the source go back to what what has been changed what is changed and so um and in my experience the biggest complaint I have with all of these different ECUs and flashing and all this tuning and stuff is this, what I call drivability, but it's really low end throttle response. It's the kind of throttle response where we normal humans, regular riders ride the bike most of the time, 
but none of these dino magic tuners ever see, ever. They don't even consider it because it doesn't show up on a damn dyno chart. And I'm blown away when I'm riding around on my KTM 500 or when I'm riding some borrowed KTM 300. I'm blown away at the RPMs that I'm turning. It's like lower than idle sometimes. And I'm expecting the bike to pull and continue. And then when I roll it on, I want it to respond. And I don't have this big dyno wheel that's spinning because, you know, that's causing the inertia and they never really get a, get a read down there. So how can they jet and tune for it? And they don't jet and tune on deceleration. And then when they come right back on, the, the it's it's like it's imagine if you're on a dyno you're you're tuning and you're you're tuning on a hill because the dyno wheel is like loaded and you're loaded you've got the wheel loaded up against it and then you and then you let off the throttle all of a sudden now you're going a down down a downhill because this wheel is spinning and pushing you down the downhill and so when you come on the gas you're on like a downhill until it can put the load back on the motor and if you're taking you know, you're not going to be taking any power reading in that because it's not real. But if you're trying to get a a throttle response out of that, and I and I've seen guys try to fake it by using the brake on the dyno wheel and stuff like that, and it never ever replaces actual real world riding. And so many of these guys, they're so worried about what they're getting up here, the peak horsepower numbers and the increase in torque and the da 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 this and that, they forget we're actually riding the bike. So your problem is most likely coming from that somehow or another i would put it all back to stock and find out if the bike it put it if you can get it back to totally stock put it back totally stock and see how you like the bike then and then make a decision on what you would like to do like to do next and if you're missing that top end power that that you're getting with the with the tuned thing somebody needs to start the, the customers you people need to start talking to these tuners and say you know what it needs to work down here because every single time I get on these things, this is the problem. And this is why you don't see us testing or writing about a lot of them um, most of the time. I mean, there's, I, I even, have, I have a vortex ignition on one of my KTM 500s right now. That's actually pretty darn good, but it's not as good as stock where I ride the bike most of the time. So it's on one of the bikes that I use for rally riding because I'm never really, you're on the gas a lot more and for sure it runs better up there. But Anytime I'm, you know, doing technical stuff, I go, oh, this bike. I literally go, oh, this bike. <laughs> so anyways, okay, long rant to us. To Thank you, Brandon. That's a good question. Um, uh, George did suggest that you bring on the uh, the uh, Acherby's sexy shirt out. Oh, the Acherby sexy shirt. Yes. Is for a special segment? Whatever segment you want. It to well, be. let's it's let's the segment that Logan hey, and I should close let's, our eyes for. Let's though. talk to a Churby's. Uh, I, I I have I have uh, pitched the show at Talon Volan before, um, and uh, I think he wanted. Uh, I don't know what he wanted. <laughs> I know Brian over at Churby's would like to help us out. <laughs> he knows I'm a Churby's guy. I I I literally you know Franco Churby saved me from a life of slavery. Mm-hmm. Long story. Um, Francis Cudby, we actually he he put that question in actually twice. Okay, let's see. Uh, power. We have a kid. So this is from Justin Smith. We have a kid in our Wyoming race series who races Schoolboy Expert on a KX100 and typically places in the top ten overall, sometimes top five. This is when we were talking about how power doesn't necessarily mean you're going to like win. 
or his power. Hey, I, yeah, it's, it's the cool thing about motorcycles is that, is that the rider can overcome so much of the, the, the ability, you know, the rider is so important in the whole factor of it. And that's why I think when these guys that are racing at high levels now start having problems, they turn into head cases because <laughs> they don't want to admit, they want to blame the bike and they don't want to admit it's probably them. And, and then if they can't get the bike working right, it's, I don't know. Uh, a lot of times it's like just the right people aren't around them to, to get the bike tuned properly to work for, you know, exactly for them. And then a lot of times they start blaming the bike and then they start changing the bike. And that's not really the problem. It's a lot of times you could just adapt. The rider can just adapt a little bit, but in racing now, the, the, a lot of these guys, you can't fake fit anymore. You can't because you can you can override a certain amount of fitness with natural ability and and luck, but you can't fake it anymore. And and a lot of these guys are putting so much time and work and effort into it that and they're riding so hard that they 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 have to trust their bike. And the minute you imagine something like that, you really trust does something wrong, then you don't trust it anymore. Then you become a head case. <laughs> so there we go. Um, uh, Rick, uh, Rick, uh, Liberson, uh, just kind of touched on it. He, he, uh, he said we inspired him. No, you inspired him to buy a 2022 beta 250 RR. Well, he should have bought a, now he should have bought a Yamaha YZ 250. Blue crew. Yeah, but that's okay. No, I, I, hey, have we talked about their, their four strokes tonight or just the two strokes? Just two strokes. Do you know anything about four strokes, Logan? Yes. They are for motocross riders driven to dominate the yamaha yz line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory visit yamahamotorsports.com today to explore what's new and improved for 2022 the yz 450f and yz 250f bring the performance and powerful four-stroke engines reduced unsprung weight and new suspension settings for the full factory ride look both the yz 450 and yz 250f Come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Editions graphic package. And you can take precision tunability to the next level with the Yamaha exclusive and industries only free power tuner app. Visit Yamaha Motorsports today.com today. Find your Yamaha YZ and enter Victory Zone. Yeah, Rick, you don't get a uh, free power tuner app with that beta. Yep. Okay, next Even one. You inspired him to buy it. I know. Nope. I change. I can change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from no, the beta, hey, the the beta, the betas are good bikes. I'm, I'm not gonna. Uh, from Facebook user, uh, the fuel pump in the 390, the bike, the bike is essentially orange. Uh, Bajaja, I forgot. Baja. Baja. I remember I looked it up. I totally forgot to pronounce it. Uh, built in India from ba- from the Baja parts bin, and the pump in that one is its own unit from the 15 plus. 250 slash 390 Duke derivatives. If he wants to replace the motor unit, he might consider the Chinese Quantum as a low cost and mostly reliable alternative to OEM. I think Facebook user is Taco Mike. I believe so. Yeah, because I saw I saw a Facebook user made another question that was it had another thing up there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's um, like like I said. Did I say something like that? I just took a lot longer. I believe so, but also so also that tequila made me a little sleepy. So <laughs> no, it's the show. <laughs> yeah i helped put this show on i better not be falling asleep yeah from it oh it's uh, it's the it's the host and his co-host yes i'm surprised logan doesn't fall asleep like bob does 
Oh, don't worry. It was the drugs. <laughs> Let's see here. Yeah, good good podcasting. Good here. podcasting here, right? Logan. This right. is when you go um 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 because Matt's like he should have had this on point. You got to figure out a way to cut and paste those things and just drop them into the other document. Oh, there is a way to do that. I okay, just haven't been doing that. Well, don't <laughs> Logan keeps hot chicks for what? Oh, Logan keeps hot chicks to put on the for the front seat and facing rear. Right. Yeah. See, everybody knows your technique now. Yeah. That's old. <laughs> I was going to, so what do you got coming up, Logan? What's big news in Logan's uh, next couple weekends? Uh, riding pit bikes and working for Jimmy Lewis. Hmm. I heard, I heard homecoming. Yeah. Were you wanting something else than that answer? When are you riding pit bikes? Every day after school, waiting for dad to get home. Okay. What, what, where do you have a pit bike track? Oh, I just build them in lots next to my house. Right. Are they watered? No. Are you making dust on your neighbors? No. You sure? You don't make dust. Not in our part of town. Okay. I mean, with a big bike, you would. The big bike. Okay. So a little bike doesn't make dust. How come our flat track isn't watered? That's kind of what I want to know. Because uh, I like to make right hand turns and left hand turns. We go both ways time. here around the flat track. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How tall is your girlfriend? 5'10". 5'10". Okay. Taller than you, right? Wait, wait, wait. So last week it was he doesn't have a girlfriend. It's one week. A lot of things change, Matt. Oh, it'd be 15 again. Yeah, next (laughs) next, uh, next question. Let's get on to this. So uh, so we can get everybody everybody out of here. Rick Lieberson uh, did bring up that he bought the the Beta 250RR before we had uh, Blue Crew going on here. Uh, I don't, Rick, I don't hate you. In all honesty, um, we, I... You know this, and you know regular viewers of the show notice. Like, I love our sponsors. Our sponsors make this possible, um, but it's never going to get in the way of me telling you the truth. And I, I will make jokes about stuff like this. But the there's most of the bikes out there are really good. The biggest thing you can do is buy the wrong bike for yourself. And if you're liking that bike that you bought, then. Um, hopefully when we tested it, we described it. So you could say, Hey, that's for me or that's not for me. And that's the idea here. Um, you know, it'd be be awesome if we had every manufacturer sponsoring us. And if they did, then I'd probably have more guys test riding bikes and we could get more information. But right now it's a, it's a skeleton crew and Matt's in here all the time trying to figure out how to make me sound better and, uh, trying to teach Logan how to spell or read or whatever Logan does. I'm still confused. It, It was, it just says hotel California. On the bottle, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing the, you didn't, the California. Not that tricky. You guys didn't practice. You guys didn't practice that. Hey, pretty soon we uh, up. Pretty soon on our website, I'd like you to know that we've uh, partnered with uh, Rocky Mountain MCA TV, and uh, we are going to start having some click-through links there. And I know all you guys are buying parts. I have never had, and all the I buy parts from everywhere. The the quickest service as far as getting the parts here they have the most complete selection of stuff and especially oem parts i'm always buying an oem stuff um, to fix a lot of our rental bikes and different little projects i have Uh, they have easy use parts finders It, it shows up here in a day and you can't beat that and plus they have all the aftermarket stuff and pretty soon we're gonna have some kind of custom built pages and click through links that you can go through on our website so don't be afraid to help this show out our site out uh, by clicking through those when it gets up there. That's Matt's current new favorite job. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. One of many. Yeah. He's playing with guns in his spare time. And yeah, Bob's, wait, wa- Bob's waving his hand. Uh, Rocky Mountain has the very best customer service of yep. Yeah, that's what Bob says. Bob says they have the best customer service of anybody. And I tend to agree because in the out of the hundreds of packages that have come here, I've had to call customer service two times. And uh, I think one was because they contacted me because a part that I got was kind of discontinued and it was, they were unable to get it. So they wanted to know what they could do. And another one was a, a fitament issue that on a seat cover that um, I'll say I was right. And they will say that they were, they were right. And I managed to stretch the damn seat cover over the seat, <laughs> even though I didn't think it was right. But Hey, you know, you consider how many parts I've ordered there and, in all honesty, they're doing a, an awesome job. And they seem to be one of the few places that has a lot of stuff in stock. So um, check them out. Yeah, a lot of people in the chat are talking about how Rocky Mountain yeah. is actually really good. So, yeah, but, uh, just remember when you, you start ordering, uh, click through our links, and that'll 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 um, keep me in tequila. It'll make me mean to Logan so he keeps going to school and becomes smarter. And then I can give Matt, like, these things. I think they're called paychecks. I think so. I thought I saw one over there for me. Yeah, there is. There's a there's a stack of checks over there because it's my end of the year and I have to pay you guys. You finally earned that one. Yeah. Yeah. You you finally or you paid. So you know you don't know how this worked, but you paid Matt's traffic ticket because mm-hmm. he he took my truck and jumped some toll toll gates. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then idea, and then and then you 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 paid for me to fix all the mistakes. So it's all pretty good here. Okay. Um, I think we're we're pretty good. We got most of the questions. We got all the questions out done out of the uh, out of the chat. Victor wants to know the name of that brand for that kickstand helper. George actually put it in the chat. Oh yeah, that's what George is there for. So here, actually, I'm gonna. Hey George, George could be in studio next Tuesday night. Oh. We could have George in studio next Tuesday night. We could have. Um, we, we're working on a new segment. It's a uh, it's a uh, Captain Larry safety segment. A uh, friend of mine uh, who was a longtime lifeguard, chief lifeguard. Uh, down in deep Southern California has retired. He's uh, been to the school a couple times. Remember Larry? Larry Giles? Um, I've heard of him. Remember when we had the electric bike here? The Emily, it was Emily's electric bike. So that's, that's Larry. Oh, he's come to the class a couple times. Uh, He has volunteered to come on and give us some, um, you know, safety tips like emergency, uh, you know, when you have a like a little emergency safety thing, we'll kind of drum up scenarios. And I'm sure people ask questions on how to handle this kind of stuff. But um, the one thing he told me today when we were talking about this, because I'm like, oh, Larry, you know, I don't have a plan <laughs> for how we do things, which is how we do most of the stuff. And he goes, well, that's the, 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 the first plan for failure is to not have a plan, especially when it comes to safety. <laughs> so we will uh, start educating you on that in the near future. Again, I'd like to thank all of our sponsors. That would be Yamaha, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, Scott Sports, and then Taco Mike um, with an asterisk next to it. Negotiations uh, are pen, ongoing. Pending that the negotiations keep coming and going because it, it's real easy because we could just go talk to one of those other bald guys on the internet would probably sponsor this thing. You know, if we talked about their products, whatever they are, right? Well, well we don't want yeah. we don't want to lose out to uh, big big time magazine guys, right? Yeah, and we're going to cut out the big time magazine because that's the past. We're working on the future here. So with that, Logan, what do we say? See you out on the trail. Cheers, guys. <laughs>